Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I am your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. Hey, Justin. Hi, Sid. We don't have a lot of rules on this show. Um, well, no cursing. Right. That is one of them. No tickling. You've made that very clear during several episodes. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it, yeah, usually. Yeah, that's it. No I, cursing, no tickling. No, cur- no cursing, no tickling. Um, which, I mean, that does sound like less fun, and I'm sorry no, for that. No, yeah. Uh, but I'd like to make a new rule. If What's that's that? okay. What's that, darling? I I don't want to research any more topics for this show that share names with Batman villains. Has that been a persistent problem for us up to this point? I not a persistent one, but it is now that I have had this problem, it is an especially irritating problem. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to like head that off in the future just in case. What's the topic? Uh poison ivy. Poison ivy, okay. Oh, and yes, I imagine a lot of fun <laughs> Mr. slash. Mr. Freeze. A lot of uh, last slash. The Penguin. <laughs> having the, the pen- Joker. Today's is the Joker. The Riddler. Did you want me to keep going? That's it. I'm That's done. It? Harley Quinn. Okay. Uh, nope, nope. I'm. I was going to. The Scarecrow guy? Scarecrow? Well, scarecrow? The uh-huh. Scarecrow guy. I was going to. Um, I was going to. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was going to do, <laughs> do a bit where I like listed other episodes that we couldn't do. You've taken a lot of the low-hanging fruit. I'll, I'll, I'll say. Let me see. Let me, I have faith in you, though. Let me dip the into the art. connoisseur of comic book mythos that you are. Well, that's a shame, Sid. I was hoping that we could do an episode <laughs> on Clock King Itis. I'm, I'm really disappointed. And I guess this rules out plastic surgery because what if pictures of Clayface pop up, and then we'll have that to, to contend with. <laughs> poison Ivy. I'm uh, imagining uh, there's a lot of information about Poison Ivy out there. You're just picturing Poison Ivy now. Yeah, I. I <clears throat> she's help. an attractive. A mysterious. An attractive. I would Batman say villain. You don't think she's mysterious? Yeah, I mean, you don't think she's attractive? Uh, what's so? What's a but? But with um, what's Poison <laughs> Ivy about? We can't do Catwoman either. I named another one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't do Catwoman. You're married. <laughs> you get it? Yeah. Get uh, no drug addiction because we'd have a killer crocodile. <laughs> this is great. I think so. Um, yeah. So we're gonna talk about Poison Ivy because it's summer almost and. Everybody's out there, hopefully, getting out there in the rays, getting some sun, and enjoying the outdoors. With sunscreen. With sunscreen. Wear plenty of sunscreen. Coat yourself in sunscreen. And watch out for poison ivy. Uh, This has been suggested by a couple listeners. 
uh, Hannah and Ryan. And Hannah was nice enough to send us pictures of her poison ivy induced <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. rash. <laughs> Thank it. you. I hope that it is better now. Um, I hope that you're feeling better. Now, I uh, am already, this might be kind of a different episode for us because I'm already something of an expert on the topic. Are you? I, first off, should mention, uh, I know how to find it. Leaves three, okay. let it be. That's important. Leaves a four, eat some more. No, well, hold on. And Simpsons. What? Oh. Simpsons. <laughs> uh, and um, the other thing I will say about this is that I am not allergic to poison ivy. You know what is crazy? What? Neither am I. What? High five. We are breeding we a are super race. of Anywhere she wants to go. <laughs> she leaves of what? It doesn't matter. No. She's she's plowing through. She I mean, may be allergic she, to poison oak. She's got to be resistant, right? Like I She's got to be like us, right? I'm not the scientist. You are. Well, I mean, I figure. So tell me about poison ivy, Sid. So poison ivy's a plant. <laughs> <laughs> Sawbones 101. <laughs> Taking it really boiling it down to brass sacks. Uh, it, it it's used, green. <laughs> Chlorophyll? It, it used to be called uh, Roos Radicans. Was the scientific name? Never gonna get anywhere in Hollywood with a name like that. But then now it's Toxicodendron. But it changed. It came over in Ellis Island. (laughs) No, that's I read about that on Mental Floss. That's not true. People's names weren't changed at Ellis Island. Oh, somewhere. Well, but not yeah, as many but as... not like you think. Read the article. Mental. It's really good. Anyway. It's interesting. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, John Rice Davies, the plant <laughs> you were saying. It's part of the Toxicodendron genus, and it, that includes poison sumac and poison oak. So that's they're all a, really closely related. It's a shame that it has to be named after the fact that it's poisonous to humans. It's like such a human centric way of like. <laughs> I bet if you could talk to poison ivy, it would say like, "I have a lot more going on than that." That is not all there is to me. Well, we're gonna talk about you know humans for a while thought that may be true that poison ivy had a lot more going on tell me about it Sid. i'm sorry but i keep interrupting first, i'm just very much enjoying talking do you okay it. i'm assuming everybody knows what poison ivy is in terms of like why we're talking about it medically mm-hmm. do you want to share you, if you if it touches your skin and you're weak then <laughs> it, you will have a reaction to it that hurts and you're gonna need an ocean of calamine lotion um as it says in the song and to make it feel better it, so it contains something called erushiol, which is a toxin, and it can elicit an allergic response. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So you get a you get a rash. It's a greasy substance. This erushiol it, it sticks to your clothes and your skin, and it repels water. Um, and once it's there, once you get it, you can't stop the response, and it can get all over you and all over your sheets and all over your pets and everything. It is um, the most common allergic reaction in the U.S. It's so common, I think it's you almost don't think of it as like an allergy. You know what I mean? It's weird. Like you, you, you. It's not like peanuts or something like that, where it's a it's a, a outlier to be allergic to it. Ex- to not be allergic to right, it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, up to eighty five percent of people are allergic. Wow. So, which is it's weird that we found each other in this crazy world of people who are allergic to poison ivy. Yeah. Um, John Smith, an English explorer. Pocahontas is I, I'm assuming the John Smith. I don't know. There are John a, Smith? Uh, yeah, maybe the, other John Smith. The doctor. Didn't didn't she know that she married like two different Johns or she like it's dated from, two I'm different not. Johns? I'm, I'm basing this off Disney movies, yeah. so it's probably all wrong. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, John Smith was an English explorer who first wrote about poison ivy in 1624. And the reason he called it poison ivy is he said it kind of looks like English ivy, except I grabbed it and I regret that choice <laughs> because I think it's poison. And so, boy, there was not a lot in the way of entertainment back in 1624, huh? <laughs> hey, right. look at that! I'm gonna grab it, but but I could just grab it. 
You write home about poison ivy. That's what you do for fun. You gonna, read letters. I'm going to grab you and write about you. Um, a lot of explorers would... So a lot of people were, were coming to the New World and collecting plants. Mm-hmm. So it's not weird to think that people would be wandering around in the forest and grabbing things and then taking them home. Um, and explorers found it very exotic. They weren't familiar with it. So they would collect seeds and clippings and then take it home to different places in Europe and then grow it. Because why not? Sure. You want some poison ivy in your garden? Grow it. Um, they grew in Kew Gardens. It grew in the gardens of the Faculty of Medicine in Paris. They, wow. they brought it back from the New World to grow it there. And there was a feeling that a lot of these New World plants had some sort of secret, like, medicinal property that you just had to unlock. Um, and if you had patients and you didn't mind getting your skin blistered and you took the time that, you know, you could you could figure out what great thing poison ivy could do for you. But no. Well, no, but that didn't stop him from trying. Um, now, in addition to, to trying to, people brought it back to research the medicinal properties. Some people would just bring it back to like, hey, do you want to grow this in your garden? No. Maybe like rich people could come and buy a clipping and then go home and What's plant it people? in their garden. It was actually, there was one um, magazine of exotic plants that featured poison ivy. Like you could flip through it and look at different it's drawings of plants and then pick which one you wanted and but it did note that it should be kept away from ornamental gardens and relegated to those of the curious <laughs> those curious as to what it feels like to be itchy to get an itchy rash um so because it had such strong effects in a negative sense a lot of doctors thought well maybe it has some sort of you know, helpful effect on the body, which we've talked about that idea before, something that was strong, like smelled strongly or something that did something, made you throw up or made you have so diarrhea. They were just so excited to know what something did. Yes. We know that this causes a rash. How can we use this to our advantage? And a lot of doctors had a strong knowledge of botany because at the time, most most medicines came from plants, as do many now. So, so you would probably have grown this, were you a doctor at the time, in your backyard or in your greenhouse and then try experimented with it. Uh, one French physician, André Ignace Joseph Dufresnoy, mm-hmm. we'll call him Dr. Dufresnoy, uh, and this was during the time of the French Revolution, was lecturing um, on the plant uh, because he was particularly interested in its possible medicinal. You mean medicinal he was high problems. on it? No, he was Oh, he was lecturing while high on poison ivy. <laughs> no, he was like giving a lecture on poison ivy. Okay. Much like I am now. Okay, but you are not high on poison ivy. I'm not, no. I've never been high on poison ivy. Does it make you high? Is this something we've been missing out on? Oh, man, poison ivy. We found your secret. Um, when a florist in the audience uh, was protesting that they, he, they had no experience with poison ivy, but they said, look at it. It looks like ivy. There's no way that it can cause a rash. So it not a so... good florist, no. I'm assuming. <laughs> kind of a shoot from the hip rebel, right? That's beautiful. I want to put that in all my flower arrangements. Assuming someone of an amateur florist. So he so he rubbed it all over his hands um, in order to, to show that he didn't believe it was a problem. And you do you want to know what happened? Nothing. No, you got poison ivy. Got poison ivy. Yeah, right. You know, 85% of people do. Right. Um, and- <laughs> but wouldn't that have been quite, wouldn't he, there have been egg on his face, that fancy doctor. <laughs> so uh, he, you know, he got all these blisters on his hand. And, but what was funny is that he also had some other kind of older sore on his wrist. Mm-hmm. And at the same time that the poison ivy blisters started clearing up, so did that older place on his wrist. Hmm. So, he went back to Dr. Dufresnoy and was like, hey, look, 
I think that the poison ivy, while it caused that awful rash, also cured this, what I think some have recorded was maybe like a herpes lesion, but I don't know. It was some sort of sore on his wrist. And so the doctor got really excited and said, you know what? I'm going to try to make some medicine out of poison ivy because I think it, it might cure other skin conditions. Maybe hmm. it causes enough irritation. That was an idea like you could blister something or burn something right. and cure it that way. So he boiled the leaves and then he would drink the water, um, oh. which is a bad plan and can upset your stomach. And I don't do that. Uh, he kept it to 12 leaves. That's what he finally figured out was like the best dose. If you boil 12 leaves and then drink the water, you get minimal side effects and he believed that it helped with a lot of skin issues. Also, in addition to like some skin problems, paraplegia. Para- oh. So what? like if you're paralyzed in your lower extremities, then that'll it'll fix that too. In addition to like your eczema. Huh. You know. Yeah, I'm betting no. It will be very unpleasant, I would assume. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've never drank poison ivy and I don't know if it would. I mean, don't. Don't. But if you do. Let us know how that goes. <laughs> but don't. But don't. But if we're you not. Do, we're not encouraging you to. Would it just? I mean, okay. So if you have an allergic reaction to it. Wouldn't that happen internally as well? I, it would make you sick. Yeah, okay. you'd get like abdominal pain and oh probably Can nausea you and itching some inside your tummy. I don't think you. You wouldn't have itching inside your tummy. Imagine you it, folks. No, that's not. That's not what happened. But you would get sick. Itching. Um, it's funny. It, he was. He would write to other people he would send them plants to to you know other doctors and scientists to like experiment with them and and see if they could figure it out and then he would write them letters to ask you know have you figured anything out have you had any success and at one point this is like i said during the french revolution he wrote a letter to one of his friends saying how are our dear russ meaning russ radicans the poison ivy and it was intercepted by french troops and they thought it was a reference to russians oh no so he almost uh, visited the guillotine over his research. Oh no! Hope it was worth ivy. it. So he was able to convince him it was about plants, and he survived. But um, later, uh, homeopathy would adopt poison ivy as a treatment as well. But uh, we've talked about homeopathy before. Do you want to, Justin? Uh, do you want do you want to be the expert and share with everyone what it is? Yeah, it's a fake thing where you put a, <laughs> like one millionth particle of something into water, and it's supposed to do something, but it doesn't. Right. And it was, you know, we've talked about this before, like the the idea of like the law of similars. Like if you have something that's inflamed or swollen or rashy, then if you take a tiny little drop of poison ivy and put it in a whole bunch of water and then drink it, it'll fix that thing because it also causes inflammation and rashes and stuff. Gotcha. Um, which it's still advised by some websites like as a homeopathic treatment stop it for for rashes and inflammatory conditions and there's also some advice that like if you drink some of it it could be used as a sedative and you could use it for a pain in the right in a a tincture Mm. um these are not things that obviously caught on um in popular medicine but in homeopathy but only because only because it's untrue right right no it doesn't work right only because it's completely fake no no it, it is completely fake it doesn't work Okay, Sid, imagine I was one of the common people. Okay, if you will. Um, uh, that's not hard. It's a st- No, it's a stretch. <laughs> Why would you? How could you? I'm kidding. You're my I love bride. You. How could I love you do this to me? But my best friend. How? You're my, I know, you're my best friend too. Imagine I'm one of the common people. I, it's almost impossible. I can't Unfathomable, do it. Unfathomable, I know, Sydney, but imagine the- it for a moment that I could be affected in any way by the leaves of poison ivy. How would I treat it? 
Well, I have lots of advice for you, but before we get there, why don't you follow me down to the billing department? Let's go. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier then you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the— Easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts. And that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed. But we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door. And not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real, high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got like fancy stuff. Listen to this. What are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From 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 a, a box pre-prepared? All I got in two minutes? I'm eating filet mignon? That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes smoothies they got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious and the meals you just eat and eat there's no prepping cooking or cleanup get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week you're going to get exactly what you want no surprises here uh and the meals i can say are delicious so what do you got to lose head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones 50 and use code Sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code Sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash Sawbones50 to get 50% off. Okay, I've got poison ivy. I'm weak. I should mention before we get too much further, I'm like 80% sure that I'm not allergic to poison ivy. I also didn't spend a lot of time outside as a kid, (laughs) and I've just never gotten it. But I'm pretty sure that I would have gotten it at this point. I, I think you would have. I can tell you that I am certain I'm not because I was actually, I took a class in college called Plant Taxonomy. Mm-hmm. Can you believe I took a class called Plant Taxonomy? Seems like a cool thing to I'm do. I'm sorry, all you botanists. I admire you being able to memorize all that and learn all that. It's just not, I don't know. I, I'll stick to anatomy. But um, I had to collect 
poison ivy for that class. We mm-hmm. had to collect different plants. And I was the assigned person in class who collected poison ivy for everyone. That sucks. Yes. Well, I mean, no, because I, like, I told him I didn't mind because I, I didn't think I would get it. And I didn't. So that paid off. Well, there you go. I was everybody's buddy. I need to test myself at some point soon. Uh, so some treatments for poison ivy. Now, when I say treatments, I don't mean that these are actually like good, successful treatments. If you if you look online, you can find endless things to put on your poison ivy. I imagine like hiccups or what have you. You know, because it's so one well one because it's so common, everybody right. you know has a treatment for it, and two because it eventually goes away. You you get uh, there's a you know selection bias. That's not the right term, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like it's you think just because you poured cold black coffee all over your rash that it cured it when really the rash was going to go anyway. How long does it normally last? Uh, the poison ivy rash. Well, I mean, it depends on how much you get and mm-hmm. how extensive it is, and okay. I mean, it's different for everybody. It can be, you know, just a like a, a week or so, you know, a few days. Some people, if they get like a lot of it all over them, and that's one thing that's real deceptive is that people think it's it's like spreading because you'll get it and it'll start to go away and then it'll pop up somewhere else. And it just, it's a delayed allergic response. So, it so takes, it's not, I've always heard like the blisters, if they pop or something like that, then the, then the stuff can spread further. That's not right? No, that's not true. Um, if you still have the oil on you, like if you go out, you get the oil all over you and you're rubbing it all over, you know, if it's on your clothes and so you're exposing different parts of skin to it, you can spread it. Mm-hmm. But the blisters themselves, the rash is not going to spread it. Um, and But that's the thing is that um, it'll it'll crop up slowly over time. So it depends on how much you get. And, and then some people just have a more severe reaction to it than others. I should mention that uh, during a, a impossible to notice edit, we have been joined by our uh, youngest uh, occasional co-host, uh, Charlie McElroy, poison ivy expert and hero who is immune and the chosen one. I mean, certainly, right? Certainly immune. Certainly. So if you hear, hear any gurgles or these days farts, uh, <laughs> then that is our baby no matter what. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, so what are some uh, so what are some treatments that that you you've seen circulating, Sid? So some other treatments that I've seen, um, in addition to I mentioned like cold black coffee is one that they recommend that it can take like the inflammation out or something. Um, people talk about aloe. Uh, people talk about baking soda. And I think there's probably like three categories here. There's stuff that might help. There's stuff that absolutely is a terrible idea. Don't do it. And then there's like this neutral stuff that I don't know maybe. Um, and I'd kind of put like the, the coffee and the maybe baking soda. I don't know. In that, like, I don't know. Maybe it would make it feel a little better, a little less itchy. Um, aloe probably would help. And again, these things aren't going to cure it. They're not going to make it go away. It's just going to run its course. Um, it's going to go away on its own eventually. But it might help with the symptoms, I guess, while you're suffering from it. That makes sense. Like a, like an oatmeal bath probably does. Um, vinegar is one that I read a lot of places. And some people swear that it does help take the itch out. All I know is that I've had many patients who I know as soon as I walk in the room that they're there to, to talk to me about poison ivy because yeah, I walk in and it's like, oh, you've bathed in vinegar. I would just say if any of these other things work for you and they're safe, use that and not vinegar because you don't want to smell like vinegar. No. No. Um, I, I read somewhere where somebody uh, recommended scratching it a whole lot that that'll make it go away. <laughs> it won't. Don't do that. <laughs> Just go to town. Feed your dark impulses. 
Um, I read somebody mentioned that you should take some of the dirt around the poison ivy plant, like the dirt it grows in, and rub that on the rash. That's nope. That's nonsense. Um, I had another um, under lists of poison ivy cures. Someone suggested asking an angel for help because they need to tell you if your body is acidic or alkaline, and then you eat foods that are the opposite, and it makes poison ivy go away. It's worth a shot. You know, it's better than the vinegar, I guess. I don't. I mean, it won't hurt you. Um, I've seen both hot water and cold water and lukewarm water recommended. So, water. Uh, I did see a lot of people recommending urine. That's a common one. People like that. People like to trick other people into bathing in urine. Yes, especially their own. Like, yeah, just pee on it. If you can just get some of your own urine or, or pee on yourself in some way, if you can manage peeing. If it's on your leg, it wouldn't be that hard. Um, but urine is recommended. Again, I, I, I wouldn't do that. Um, some things definitely don't do gasoline. I've seen this. Don't put gasoline on yourself. Not just when you have poison ivy, but <laughs> anytime, anytime, uh, same with like WD 40 and the worst though, bleach. This is a common one. I run into this a lot. Don't put bleach on your poison ivy, please ever don't or anything else. Don't put bleach on yourself. Please don't put bleach on yourself, please. Um, mace again I would say this is under the bad idea uh, category mace mace um, <laughs> don't L- do that listen to old mace CDs <laughs> uh, rubbing alcohol was recommended a lot um, and that is something that immediately afterwards to try to get the oil off of you people talk about putting like rubbing alcohol on the spot that was exposed to try to get the oil off but once you have the rash don't put any alcohol on it is there a way to cleanse the oil before it like breaks out worse or d- does that work at all soap and water Wash yeah. your hands. Okay, well, yeah, all right. yeah, and we'll, and we'll talk about that's that. That's boring, though. I want to coat myself in gasoline. If you want to put some, and let me say that's what that's my point. If you want to use some rubbing alcohol immediately after you're exposed to try to get the oil off your hands, that's not going to hurt you. But once you have the rash, the rubbing alcohol doesn't do anything. Um, similarly, I saw somebody recommend camphor and moonshine. I guess if you don't have rubbing alcohol, sure, throw the shot. Um, somebody said just take a bunch of Scotch Brite scrubbing pads and scrub the heck out of yourself. Come on, please don't do that. Don't that would do this hurt. Thing. Um, hot candle wax, similarly bad plan. And then the last one, I thought this was kind of interesting. So the, the Urashiol is also in this, um, or Urashiol is also in these, um, poison plants that are native to Japan. And it, the oil is used for lacquer, like Mm. on different, like wooden things. It's like this really pretty lacquer, shiny Mm -hmm. lacquer. And so I saw some people recommend lacquer remover (laughs) for your poison ivy. No, No, I mean, it's interesting. I like the, I like the thought process, but no. Um, let me tell you a few, I thought these were interesting. Some random poison ivy facts, uh, uh, just so you know, one I've already talked about, you can't spread poison ivy by touching the rash to any part of you or someone else. You can spread the oil when it's on you, but it's not, it's not the rash. Um, did you know that the Coasters wrote a song called Poison Ivy? I did. I sung some of it earlier. Oh. Remember, you're going to need an ocean of calamine lotion. I said that. I didn't know that was from that song. Gonna, you don't know the song? Well, I just I Gonna just need an it. ocean of calamine lotion. Do you know what it's about? Poison Ivy? No. Oh. It's well, secret. It's a secret song. What's it's, it about? It's about a woman who seems really nice and pretty and you date her and then she gives you an STD. Oh, no. That's what it's about. I don't believe that. It was that. very popular. That sounds apocryphal. That is what it was about. I, th- I, I believe the first I part. Think it was, I don't the know. sexually transmitted disease, I, you start to lose me. Um, I also found a lot of entries about what poison ivy in a dream may represent. <laughs> 
Have you ever wondered that? Like, have you ever, what, have you ever dreamed about poison ivy? I mean, I'm wondering it now what that would mean. So, depending on which dream dic- dictionary you use, which is um, with Google, you can find many dream dictionaries. And it means different things, depending on which one you, I guess, hit first. Um, it could mean revenge or spite, or that you feel angry or stupid because you did something silly, or that you have dangerous feelings about something you can't get close to, or that you're itchy. It, you may be dreaming about poison ivy because you're itchy. Um, perhaps answering to the, her genetics, uh, my daughter, Charlie, has decided to uh, attempt to grab the microphone. So I'm making a deal with her, Charlie. If you get through the rest of the show, just behave yourself. I will let you take over at the end. But for right now, let, let mommy and daddy do their show, okay? All right. All right. Good deal. Good deal. You know, the, so, so poison ivy means that stuff in a dream, but poison oak has a whole other meaning. How would you know? Like, I guess that's dependent on dream you knowing the difference between poison ivy and poison oak. Right. I, I, you count the leaves in the dream, right? Is it, doesn't poison oak have, does poison oak have three oh, also? Uh, the, I think, no, I don't think it has three leaves, but I do think it looks like oak leaves. You know what oak leaves look like? Yeah. Like, I think it looks more like oak leaves okay. as opposed to like the pointed leaves of poison ivy. Um, but I don't remember either poison oak or poison sumac. One of them doesn't have three leaves, and I don't. Rem- I don't remember which one. I'm not as familiar with po- poison oak and sumac, although it's all over our trees. Did you know that poison oak is everywhere? Am I allergic to that? What is it? The same allergy? I don't. Well, well it'll be the same. It's the same family. Yeah. It's the same substance. So all yeah, right. it should be the same. But I. But, I've been so I've, sort of, I've wasted so many days being afraid of poison oak. <laughs> um, but poison oak means that you're feeling embarrassed. If you dream about that. Okay. Now, um, some interesting stuff. Do you know that researchers in California have made a molecule that interacts with erosiol? I did not know that. What what is the purpose of that? Do you know that I had uh, the internet pronounce that word for me several times before we did this show so that I would pronounce it right, and I still can't get it for (laughs) a right. Yeah, Um, They made a molecule that interacts with erosiol so that it will fluoresce. So that you'll know if something's poison ivy. That's a good idea. Do you just yeah. walk around spraying it? I guess you just spray it everywhere and everything that fluoresces is poison ivy. Um, so uh, what, what else? What else is going on in the rich world of poison, <laughs> poison plants? There's also an annual poison oak show in Columbus, California, where they display like arrangements of poison oak. There's like jewelry made from it. You can take photos of like the best rash that somebody got from poison oak and they can eat. <laughs> um, also, poison ivy is used by um, people who do bonsai sometimes. I guess like very like risk loving <laughs> bonsai enthusiasts. <laughs> bonsai just isn't giving me the thrill it used to. Yeah, you know, I really gotta I gotta spice it up. Extreme bonsai, <laughs> or just bonsai. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, I think that would work. <laughs> What do I do about about poison ivy for real, Sid? Well, um, so what you should do mainly is avoid it. That's my number one um, recommendation for you and poison ivy is try to not touch it. Okay. Um, because if you don't come in contact with it, you won't have to deal with it. Um, but if you do, and you're one of the 85% who is, in fact, allergic to it, rinse your skin with lukewarm soapy water right away. You want to try to wash as much of the oil off as possible. Okay. Um, you want to wash everything. Wash your clothes. If you got it on, like, the seat of your car. I mean, you want to wash anything that it came that the oil could have come in contract, contact with you want to wash. Um, 
for the most part, leave your rash alone, especially when I'm, I'm talking about like your hands. Don't pick at things. Don't scratch at things. Try not to mess with it. Okay. Um, because if you, you know, any break in the skin is a place where infection can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, lukewarm baths can help. Um, but cold compresses may also kind of help with just the itching. And mm-hmm. these are just, again, these aren't like cures. It's going to go away. These are just things to help with like the itching and the discomfort. To the real cures patients. Calamine lotion can help. Hydrocortisone cream can help. You can take an antihistamine. That'll help, especially with the itching. And if it's really bad, if it's all over you or if it's on your face, especially around your eyes, then go see a doctor because you may need some steroids. We could give you steroids. You don't have to have steroids, certainly, for poison ivy. But if it's like on your face, around your eyes, or just if it's all over you, you know, go talk to your doctor. Get it checked out. Okay. Um, Watch out for your pets. If they run around in poison ivy, they can carry the oil home. Mm. Are they electric to it? I don't know. This isn't a show about animals, people. I have no idea. We can't be experts on everything. I just know that they can carry the oil home and, and give it to you. If I see it outside of my house, I'm just going to burn it down. I don't, I, I'm not susceptible, but I don't want other people to. No, don't burn it. Oh, really? No, don't burn it. Because if you inhale it, you can get sick. Oh. I I found some places that said that that was the inspiration for mustard gas prior to world was was burning poison ivy. I don't know if that's true, but I found some places where they they were they suggested that. But um, wear protective clothing, stay away from poison ivy. It's not a medicine. People don't eat it, don't ingest it, don't take homeopathic cures at all. That's uh that's gonna do it for us this week. Thanks to the taxpayers for letting us use your song medicines this is our intro and outro uh follow us on twitter if you don't mind we're at sawbones we also have a great facebook group it's uh just search for sawbones on uh twitter you will you will find it or on facebook rather you will find it uh thank you the max fun network for having us as part of their uh their family there's a lot of great uh, shows for you to go listen to like uh uh rendered there's uh uh, uh stop podcasting yourself there's a there's a, a lot of uh, good stuff on there. My brother, my brother, and me. Thank you so much. They're all available for you. Maximumfun.org. That's gonna do it for us. Uh, until next Tuesday, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Okay, now, go ahead. You can go. You're just going to grab the microphone. That's all you want to do? You should say something. (laughs) Okay, so you're just grabbing... All you want to do is grab the mic? Say hi. You have podcasts in your jeans. Say hey. This is all you got. You got nothing for me. God, this is classic. Now you're touching the keyboard. I expected you to shine. As soon as you're talking, though, I'm getting you here on show. Just grabbing the mic again. Okay. Well, we're done here. All right. Well, good try. Maybe next time. And that was Charlie McRoy.